This evening, <clears throat> we'll begin to explore metta practice with a difficult person. And first to say that <clears throat> there's nothing wrong, of course, with having difficult people in our lives. We all have difficult people in our lives. <clears throat> in fact, even monks and nuns uh, at the time of the Buddha, uh, uh, face such people in their lives, and um, certainly uh, still do in monasteries all over the world. So no matter who we are, or where, or how we live, all of us, every one of us, must face and deal with difficult people. It's certainly not unusual to find difficult people in the world. (laughs) It's funny we find that funny. (laughs) Everywhere. At work, at home, at the grocery store, (laughs) and maybe even in our spiritual communities, our sangha, if you have one. And difficult people come in every type. Young, old, male, female, rich, poor, stubborn, close-minded, easily angered people, etc., etc. It can show up in any form at all. And they can often be critical of us, uh, judgmental of us, of others, They might be quite difficult to communicate with, difficult to deal with overall. We all have had these experiences. A monk once asked the Chinese meditation master, um, Yun Men, uh, what's the work of the Buddha's whole life? And Yun Men replied, an appropriate response. So maybe that's the work of all of our whole life, lives. There's a story of a particular encounter between the Buddha and a, a difficult person uh, whose name was Akosina. Uh, And Akosina's name means not getting angry. But in fact, he was the exact opposite of his name. Akosina was very easily angered and was um, very often angry about something or at someone. When he heard uh, that the Buddha didn't get angry with anyone, he immediately decided to visit the Buddha. (laughs) So he went up to the Buddha and he scolded at him and he criticized him for all sorts of things, insulting him, calling him nasty names, shouting at him, telling him, you have no right to be teaching others. You're as stupid as everybody else, he said. You're nothing but a fake, he, he told the Buddha. At the end of Akasina's angry talking, uh, it was obvious that the Buddha wasn't upset by these insults. But instead, he smiled at Akosina 
and asked the man if he had any friends and relatives. <laughs> and Akasina responded that he did, yes, he did. And then the Buddha went on and said, when you visit them, do you take them gifts? And of course, Akasina said, of course, I always bring them gifts. He said it kind of sharply, you know. So tell me, said the Buddha, what happens if they don't accept your gifts? If you buy a gift for someone uh, and that person doesn't take it, then to whom does the gift belong? Well, Akasina was kind of surprised to be asked such a strange question. (laughs) And he responded with, well, it would belong to me because I bought the gift. So I take the gift home and enjoy it myself or with my own family. That's correct, said the Buddha, and then he smiled again at Akosina. (laughs) It's exactly the same with your anger, said the Buddha. You have brought me a gift of your anger today that I do not accept and am not insulted by. You are then the only one who is unhappy. All you have done is hurt yourself. So you may take that gift home for yourself and share it with your family if you would like to. (laughs) And then the Buddha continued. He said, if you want to stop hurting yourself, you must let go of your anger and become loving and friendly instead. When you feel hatred for others, you yourself become unhappy. But when you feel friendly and loving towards others, everyone is happy. It's said that this young man, this angry young man, listened very closely to the words of the Buddha, and then he responded and he said, You're right, O blessed one. Please teach me the path of love. I wish to become your follower. And the Buddha answered Akosina very kindly, saying, Of course I teach anyone who's really, truly interested in learning. Come with me. And so with patience and wit uh, and loving kindness, the Buddha teaches about how we can respond and accept the gift of angry words, the possibility of how we can respond and accept the gift of angry words. If we respond to insults, to maybe gossip, uh, stubbornness, um, various opinions, uh, angry speech with mindfulness and friendliness and loving-kindness and at times forgiveness. We are much, much more able to be patient and have an open-minded, open-hearted perspective in relationship with the situation, any given situation. If we react rather than respond with anger, with impatience, we won't be able to hear 
what might be the message behind the words, the message maybe behind actions. Perhaps the person who's acting out or the person who's attacking us is actually, on some level, pointing out something that we need to hear. And perhaps we need to point something out that they need to hear as well. All of this really needs to be done with a very clear, open, caring heart and mind. The Buddha said that in controversy, the instant we feel anger, we have already ceased striving for the truth and have begun striving just for ourselves. I think that the wisdom of this particular quote is that it shows that with anger, our inner and outer discussions actually become quite selfish. Consequently, we're expressing ourselves Consequently, when we express ourselves, when we're able to express ourselves through patience and loving-kindness, understanding, we really begin to notice and feel and experience that this helps to solve life's difficulties. And in fact, I do think probably every one of us in this room knows at least some of the time The method to solve difficulties is through patience, through honesty, and through kindness. We really uh, uh, can't really allow the difficult people uh, uh, to assume victory, we could say. And this requires great patience. And it requires the ability to explain and or act. It might not be with words, it might be through action. So explain and or act in some appropriate, responsive way what our side of the disagreement or difficulty, difficult situation is through very truthful, friendly, caring, compassionate, Sharing, and again, either with words or with actions or with both. And this can certainly take uh, a lot of practice to access and then to um, sustain. So we'll begin exploring uh, our metta practice in relationship to a difficult person. And I would... uh, I really uh, encourage you to not pick the most difficult person in your life this evening to practice this uh, uh, practice with. You'll, you can at some point maybe get to that one, but tonight pick a mildly difficult person, someone who is maybe kind of irritating. That's difficult enough for tonight. But we'll begin by sending metta first to ourselves. 
just one or two rounds, two rounds at the most, of metta to yourself, then follow that by just one or two rounds of metta either to your benefactor or to your dear friend. Pick whichever one is the easiest for you. So, first, a round or two of metta for yourself and a round or two of metta to either the dear friend or benefactor. And then I'll give you some more direction. We allow the heart and the mind to open and soften in a gentle way, beginning uh, a practice with a difficult person in this way. And now letting your dear friend or your benefactor go, just letting them be on their way, you're sending them off with the blessing of loving kindness. And bring to mind, bring to heart, a difficult person, a mildly difficult person. If you have an easy time visualizing, (coughs) you can bring in an image. If visualizing is not easy for you, don't struggle with it. Don't try to make it happen. Bring in a felt sense of that particular being. And we'll spend just a couple of moments reflecting on some good qualities of this difficult being, or at least one good quality. And if that doesn't come up, if you can't get to any good qualities of this person, bring in 
into your heart their wish to be happy, their wish to be at ease in their life, just as you also wish to be happy and at ease in your life. Now we'll begin with the metta phrases, directing the energy of metta through the phrases to this particular person. Using the same or at least quite similar phrases to what you've used for yourself and for the other beings that we've practiced with up to this point. May you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you live with ease.
if the practice becomes too difficult at any point, you're very welcome to return to your benefactor or your dear friend or to yourself (coughs) until the heart, the mind, opens and softens again. And then return again to the difficult person.
And now finishing with the phrase that you're on, just letting this difficult person go, letting them be on their way. In closing our metta practice this evening, this session, with a couple of rounds of metta for yourself. May I be happy. May I be safe. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.